show Inspiring Pinoy's, a podcast dedicated to guide our like-minded momskies in choosing the right home business so you achieve success like no other. Here is your host, Debbie Easy. Hello friends and um, welcome to our show Inspiring Pinoy's. I am just so glad and so blessed to have our guest today. And to start with, as part of our show, we have a quote of the week from St. Jose Maria Escriva on his book, The Way. It's on number 162, and it says here, Put your heart aside. Duty comes first. But when fulfilling your duty, put your heart into it. It helps. Friends, Yung guest po natin today, this is just how he do it. He puts all his effort in everything that he does. That's why it's always so successful. To begin with, he is a dear friend of mine. I have to say that because I am just so proud of him. And we go back way, way, way like in 2000. Magkaklase po kami nung college. And I'd like to begin that he had his degree as Bachelor of Science in Nursing at the Far Eastern University, Manila, graduated in 2004. He was a recipient of the Nursing Services Model Employee at the Philippine Heart Center back in 2006. I am seeing here that he was awarded one of the most inspiring professor and most approachable professor at the Manila Doctors College back in 2012. And not to forget, forget that he had his Master of Science in Nursing, major in Adult Health Nursing at the East Ramon Magsaysay Memorial Medical Center. Friends, he is a book author and owner and founder of the Aliswag Review Center and Aliswag Lifelong Center, Emerson G. Aliswag, PTP, CTP, LPT, RN, MSN, AHN, DNSC. Friends, sobrang haba po. That's how successful he is. Please welcome Emerson Aliswag. Hello, Emerson. Thank you. Hello, Debbie. Thank you very much for your introduction. And thank you also dahil ako ang isa sa mga guests mo for your show. I am very proud of you sa lahat ng iyong achievement, especially for being a full-fledged nurse in United States. And I miss you so much, my dear friend. Oh, yes, yes, son. So today, going back doon sa quote of the week, I just felt that this really describes you, son, yung... Thank putting you. your heart aside. Kasi going back in college, especially nung mga days na nagre-review pa lang tayo, I really remember na lahat kami ginagather mo. Tapos may book ka na hawak, yung medsert. Nasa, ano yun yung nasa labas tayo, yung tabi ng pavilion. NNV, pavilion. Oh, tapos oh, you, would pavilion. Gather, you would gather us around, tapos doon ka sa center, tapos i-review mo kami. So that's just how grateful I am. Kasi you really take time or you took time to help us all out to make our time productive looking back at your younger self ano ba yung mga sinabi mo what did you say to yourself to keep you moving forward to where you are right now Thank you. Um, siguro, friend, I really wanted to to become the best of what I can do. Kung ano man oportunidad yung binigay sa akin ng Diyos, I wanted to give my everything. Because for me, uh, bata pa lang tayo, college pa lang tayo, I was not afraid of losing. I am never afraid of failure. Rather, I was more afraid of regrets because I did not try or I did not gain my best. Kaya, nung tayo ay estudyante pa lang, these are the words that I always tell myself. At saka meron pa ako nung um, isang bagay na sinabi sa sarili ko na I will not allow myself na harap ako sa mga pasyente natin during our RLE duty days nang hindi ko nabasa yung libro about the concept na pagjudikihan natin because I could not accept na I will be not prepared on what I will handle. That's why, though I do not know everything, but I give my best to know the basics of what I must possess so that I will always be prepared to give my best, especially on the task na mag-aalaga tayo ng pasyente kasi doon ako nagsimula. So I think fundamentally, those are the things that, that really empowered me and which I reminded myself that there should be no fear in everything and fear should be regretting that I did not do my best. 
Uh-huh. And for this reason, uh, I do not fear failure. Rather, I fear not being able to try. That's why I give my best in everything and I try it out if there is an opportunity. Siguro yun ang pinakamagandang uh, nasabi ko sa sarili ko. Plus, may nalimutan pa pala ako, friend, that even before uh, I was in high school, I took time to always have my roots in God. I may not be able to tell certainly what will happen in the future, but I always seek God in whatever I do. Kahit ako ay bata pa lang noon, talagang humihingi ako ng gabay sa Diyos. Kaya siguro, nandito ako sa kumasaan ako ngayon, and that credit to Him for His grace to me. Ayun! So I love it. So talaga naman, ever since, I know that masyado yung devotion mo in, to our Lord. And mm-hmm. I remember you have this little Santo Nino. Yes. You always bring it. <laughs> yes, hanggang ngayon. Oh, yes. Yeah. I don't put it out of my bag. My wooden Santo Nino is a gift from my grandmother. She passed away two years ago. And because uh, she's 86 years old na rin, mm-hmm. and she was able to live a happy and fruitful life. And I've learned a lot from her. The Santo Nino that she gave to me is actually a reminder na, ng faith ko. But, but uh, aside from that, it also reminded me of the values that Christ is teaching us. Mm-hmm. And that is, I guess, the, the most important thing is the value of generosity to other people, of giving first before expecting something in return. Kaya natuwa ko kanina kasi... Ganun pala yung appreciation uh, mo sa akin na noong isudyante pa tayo, I gather our classmates, di ba? Yes! Tapos I share to them what I know. Yeah. Tapos, remember, gusto ko lang to kwento. I hope it's okay, Deb. Yes, know, yes. Si Sarah Maliari, uh, Duko, yata ang kanyang yes. apelido na ngayon. Pero Sarah Maliari yung uh, kanyang pangalan ng college. We remain uh, in contact. She actually visited me here. She, she visited me early this year. I know, last year. Bago pa kami dalawa ng anak. Ikaw mo sumaho kay Sarah kasi one time. Uh-huh. <laughs> Nagbati yata ako sa kanya ng happy birthday. Tapos sabi ko ganun sa kanya, Sarah, what I remember from you is yung community organizing natin under kay Ma'am Elisea de la Cruz, uh-huh. uh, our, beloved, our beloved mentor. Yeah. Tapos, sabi kong ganon, bago noon yung, yung ice cream cone ng McDo na dinidip sa chocolate. <laughs> and then, sabi ko, pahimi ako niyan. <laughs> Tapos, Sarah gave it to me. Pero dahil the ice cream cone was melting, I licked the ice cream using my tongue. <laughs> So, ang ginawa ni Sarah, sabi ni Sarah, sige, sa'yo na lang yan. <laughs> tapos, tapos, ito yung hindi ko makalimutan kay Sarah because she was very kind. She was very patient. Hindi siya nagalit kahit tinuha ko yung ice cream niya. She's also very generous. Nasa kakatuwa kasi, ang sagot ni Sarah sa akin, ako naman sa, nang naaalala ko sa'yo, sabi niya, is that you're very generous kasi lagi kang tumatay sa harap ng classroom sinasabi mo sa amin yung mga potential question ng professor at ina-explain mo yung sagot. That's And then, nung, nung narinig ko yun, you know, it warmed my heart because I never thought that um, na-appreciate pala ng mga mahal ko sa class itong mga bagay na ito. Samantalang ako, nakalimutan ko na yun. And I am very happy. Salamat sa inyo for this appreciation. And it will be me to that. Of course, of course. At saka, now that you are remembering things back in college, ito, I'm not sure kung ma-remember buto, but we were in INSC office and you mm-hmm. just finished reading about cancer and mm-hmm. cancer cells. You were so intrigued doon sa idea ng apoptosis. Mm-hmm. And oh my God, sabi ko, doon ko lang nalaman yung gano'ng katoxic ang cancer treatment chemo Mm-mm. pagdating sa pagdestroy ng good and yung cancerous cells. Yes, Tapos that's right. you, you were discussing about yung apoptosis. Sabi ko, grabe Mm-mm. si Emerson. Parang, ang layo na niya. Parang, <laughs> parang bigla akong naalala at that time na sabi ko, he will really go a long way. And I was right. Alam mo, sobrang timing yung topic natin. Like, yung parang ipinet prayer ko na magiging track ng conversation natin, which is taking a leap and trusting your instinct. Was it like Mm-mm. part of your instinct na you're into teaching even if nag-nurse ka, Mm-mm. pero parang yung approach mo kasi, nung we were already working, I was in a different hospital, uh, you were working in Philippine Heart Center, tapos pag nagkakamustahan tayo, 
you always share yung mga experiences mo and one thing lang yung parang nagfo-form sa mind ko Emerson will be a great teacher kasi feeling ko yung mga pasyente inaalagaan they did not only recover from the current illnesses na meron sila but they also went home with learnings on how to best take care of themselves, how to avoid yung mga triggers and all that. Nasa instinct mo ba yun? Paano nag-develop lahat ng to? Your love for teaching. Thank you for asking that kasi marami na rin nagtanong sa akin yan. Friend, na sabi nila, Debbie, paano daw ako nauwi sa career ng pagtuturo? Kasi at, at ano daw ba yung una kong plan? Ang una ko talagang plan noong tayo ay college pa is to be able to migrate sa US. Mm-hmm. Um, ang target ko noong Florida kasi nadudoon yung mga relatives ko. I really wanted, decided talaga ako na mag-abroad. Tapos every time that I was attempting to facilitate my papers uh, for abroad, maraming nangyayari hindrances. Siguro para mga four or five times na nangyari on in separate occasions. And I told myself that maybe God has some other plans for me. And I asked him kung ano ba yung gusto niya for me. Ang natatandaan ko lang uh, na malinaw talaga, friend, is siguro uh, was it an instinct for me to teach? Probably it is. I agree with you. I think that it was really an instinct for me because masaya kasi ako, Debbie, na nagtuturo ako sa iba. Masaya ako because it doesn't only show that I am knowledgeable about it, but my joy is coming from the fact that I can empower people mm-hmm. by education. Mm-hmm. And I think that this is something that is very rewarding for me because I know na paglabas sila dito sa, mm-hmm. sa hospital, hindi lamang sila magaling. Tama kasi sinabi mo, friend. Kundi they are equipped with the necessary knowledge in order to put things under control. Mm-hmm. And so, dito ako nagkaroon ng deeper desire to go into teaching. And I understood that going into teaching requires me to know more than what I already do. Kaya sabi ko, hindi ba sapat yung alam ko, I kept on reading books. And then, nung panahon na yun, for, kasi almost 15-16 years na yata tayong nurse eh, kung kundi ako nagkakamali. Alam mo, dear friend, sa unang siyang na taon, unang walong taon ng buhay ko as a nurse, I devoted my entire time studying about medical surgical nursing and infectious diseases. Dito umikot yung buhay ko. Until eventually, one of my good friend, uh, Dr. De La Rosa, the current dean of Pataan ka rin sa Lysate University. Sabi niya, sabi niya ganyan sa akin, Anong gusto mo? Ganyan ka na lang ba? Hanggang MS pa lang ang alam mo? Sabi niya ganyan sa akin. And this is the time already that we were faculty in Manila Doctors College. And it was, uh, it was I think, the day na nabigyan ako ng award. I was awarded as the most inspiring and most approachable professor. Yeah. And then nakatanggap din ako ng teaching excellence evaluation. Noon. So while we were chatting, kasi very good friend ko talaga si Dean, sabi niya na, friend, ano ang gusto mo 10 years from now hanggang MS ka na lang ba? So, tinamaan ako sa sinabi niya na yon. Sabi ko, ano pa bang meron? And then, narealize ko na yung palang nabasa ko lahat ng libro sa MS ay hindi pa pala sapat sapagkat napakaliit na portion lang pala ito ng mga bakit na dapat kong matutunan. So, dito ako nagsimulang mag-venture about the science of teaching. That's why I took um, diploma in teacher's education. Nung nag-diploma ko ang teacher's education, the professionalization of teaching, dito ko natutunan yung proper science of teaching which I was able to augment my skills. Nandito ko rin ang dami kong natutunan na sobra na nag-improve yung skills ko lalo sa pagtuturo. And this is because someone told me na I have to explore further. And that is through Dean De La Rosa. So dito rin ako naging interesado sa research and everything. Kaya all the more, mas lalo akong lumalim sa mundo ng napagtuturo for which I am very happy. So, to, to answer directly your question, I think it was purely an instinct that my soul and my heart is telling me to go this way. Na nandito yung, yung gusto ng Diyos para sa akin at nandito yung special talent na binigay ni Lord para, para sa field na ito. Do you think that your gift can also be anyone's gift? Or does it require a special talent like or dedication commitment alam mo dear friend for me Debbie, um abilities in general can be learned mm-hmm. regardless of what abilities it may be naniniwala ako that all abilities can be learned yes. because human beings possess the innate capacity to learn mm-hmm. that is why we are called human because we are the only animals capable of complex and higher order learning skill mm-hmm. so for me I am devoted to the belief that everyone 
can learn any ability. Mm-hmm. However, not all people can have the heart and motivation to that ability. You know, para sa akin, kaya natin matutunan lahat. Pero, hindi lahat tayo ay may kapasidad na ibuhos ang isang daang porsyento natin sa isang bagay. Because you see, ability is just one step of the process. Mm-hmm. Something is more important than that. Mm-hmm. And this is determination, persistence, devotion, and dedication. You know, this four element, determination, persistence, dedication, and devotion, is something I believe to be an innate gift from God. Mm-hmm. I think this is more of a motivation coming from a divine source. Mm-hmm. Kasi uh, sabi nga nila ganun, what makes you different from the rest? Maraming nituturo. Maraming nakakatanggap ng teaching excellence and all that. Ano ang pinakaiba mo, Emerson, sa kanila? Madalas akong tanongin kapag nag-a-apply ko ng trabaho. Uh-huh. Alam mo, isa lang ang naisasagot ko. Sabi kong ganun, I believe that my dedication, devotion, persistence, and determination is incomparable to anyone that is involved in teaching. I believe that that is something that gives me the greater advantage. Mm-hmm. We may all know the process of teaching. We may all possess the ability to do so. But not everyone would be blessed with that gift. And I think that this is something unique. So again, to answer your question, my ability is something that can be learned? Yes! But is this ability can be acquired by all? It would depend on those four facts. Kaya piling-pili lang ang taong nagkakaroon ng apat na bagay na iyon. Na kapag nakuha mo ito, itong determination, uh, persistence, devotion, and dedication, ito kasi yung factors that will influence more your affective ability. And your affective ability is something that will propel your psychomotor and cognitive ability. So therefore, sa KSA, si knowledge and skills, kaya natin makuha. Pero si attitude, yun ang isang bagay na mahirap makuha. Alam mo, totoo yan. Kasi yung sinabi mo nga, we may be blessed with all the knowledge in the world, kahit napakagaling mo sa skills, ang galing mo sa work, mm. sometimes when you lack this um, attitude na uh, Correct, attitude. makatao, yes. I would say makatao, mm-hmm. yung being patient sa mm-hmm. difficult circumstance, I think mm-hmm. that's what really separates yung mga nagiging successful sa that's right. like average lang na individual or say employee. I love that four factors na na-mention mo. So, yung determination. Kasi yun ang isang bagay na wawala sa karamihan sa mga young Pinoys ngayon. Parang they just want instant gratification. Kasi yun na yung culture natin ngayon. Parang you're not patient enough to pursue. Kasi sometimes if you have a dream, pero parang lacking yung determination mo. Tapos, kasama na rin doon yung persistence. Sige lang, kahit mag-fail ka nang mag-fail, just get up and try another. And that's, you know, towards your success. And of course, devotion. What more can we ask for other than the grace of the Lord? I've always believed in that. Na we can't go anywhere without the guiding light ng Panginoon. And of course, yun nga, yung having the motivation not solely for your self-improvement, but of course, for other people uh, to empower them. Yun yung ano eh, I like, I like yung sinabi mo na you like to teach because you like to empower. And that's what yes. you did to us. Kaya paulit-ulit ko talaga sinasabi yan sa'yo and I'm ever always grateful. Kasi you planted that seed starting nung nag-college pa lang tayo. You may not know it, you may not really realize it, but you left a seed in my heart which had, I believe, had really grown and Thank had you. become one of yung guiding mantra, so to speak ko sa buhay ko na I always try to achieve things based sa kakayahan ko and I share it with other people and I hope other people sometimes you know um, nakikita rin naman nila 
That's why ito yung bunga ng Inspiring Pinoy's. And speaking of stories na kung saan nagsimula ang lahat, I wanna know, after all these achievements, when was Aliswag Review Center born? How did it ever come to life? Thank you. Dear friend, Aliswag Review Center was born uh, 2010 and then um, it came from uh, the idea that I wanted to establish a company of my own that will embody my own philosophies, my, my visions uh, in life. Kaya nabuo ito noong 2010 and then um, through many ups and downs dahil marami din naman talaga, ganun talaga ang pagnegosyo kasi ang, ang business cycle is not always uh, on the top. So mm-hmm. I've been through a lot of downs and up and you know I'm very grateful to God about because uh, to where I am now and um, sampung taon na mahigit ang Aliswag Review Center simula noong ito ay established ko at nanganak na siya ng iba't ibang kumpanya. Meron na rin ako Aliswag Lifelong Training Center that is dedicated more on professional development. Tapos nag-register na rin ako na publishing company because I was writing my own books. And then nagsimula ako magsalat ng libro uh, 2015. Matagal ko na talagang gusto magsalat ng books and then it came to realization ng 2015. And then as of the moment, tuloy-tuloy yung mga book production namin, kaya nagpa-register na rin ako na isang publishing company. So ito, lahat ay nagsimula noong 2010 as a review center. And honestly, friend, nung nasa review center ako, I will be very straightforward, uh, I was not satisfied. Kasi sabi kong gano'n na, na parang hindi pa ito yung, yung, uh, hindi pa ito yung end road ng career na pwede kong maabot sa pagtuturo. That's why I try to explore more. Doon ko na-realize na mas magandang magsulat ng libro. And then when I started writing books, nagulat ako na culture shock ako kasi nakita ko na iba-iba pala yung abilidad na kailangan sa pagsusulat ng libro. Alam mo ba, baby, uh-huh. laging pinapinakikinggan yung kantang starting over again. <laughs> kasi... Parang kinagagano, starting over again, puro, puro gano'n na lang yung naririnig ko. Pero you know, my dear best friend Edsel Cortez uh, told me something. Sabi niya, kasi yung tao lang din ako and you have to remember na dumadaan din ako sa lack of motivation many times in the past. And even up to now, kapag ka ako ay nag enter na naman sa down cycle, kasi gano'n ang business eh. Hindi siya palaging up. Talagang nag-roll over siya at, at paulit-ulit itong nangyayari. I was losing my motivation, I think way back in 2016, noong nagsimula ako magsulat ng libro, after writing just two books, na-drain ako. Nagkaroon ako ng burnout. Na-burnout ako sa pagsusulat ng libro kasi I start writing books between 11pm up to minsan, nagsisimula ako ng 2pm pero madalas, nagsisimula ako ng 11pm and then this is up until 4 to 5am. So laging ganun yung yung aking routine. Napagod ako. And then when I got tired, I wanted to stop from what I'm doing. Until, sabi ni Edsel, ni Edsel Cortez, ang best friend ko, sabi niya, Son, kapag narating mo na yung tuktok ng bundok, walang ibang gagawin kundi bumaba ng bundok para makaakit ang ibang bundok. And so, by doing that, you keep on conquering mountain from mountain and mountain. And you will never be able to conquer more than one mountain unless you are courageous enough to go down again. And you know, nung sinabi niya yun sa akin, natanim sa puso ko yun kasi hindi naging madali ang mga pinagdaanan ko dahil from a review center na nadudoon na ako sa tuktok ng tagumpay, komportable na ako, kailangan kong muling bumaba, pupunta naman ako sa publication. Nung nag-write na ako ng libro, bababa na naman ulit ako dahil nagsimula naman ako ng lifelong training center. Tapos uh-huh. after that, bababa na naman ulit ako kasi magsusulat naman ako ng ibang title. And so, God has taught me that you should not lose heart when you are entering a down phase of your road. Pagpapaba ang travel mo, huwag kang mawawalan ng pag-asa or madi-discourage. Kasi, pagpapaba ka, ibig sabihin, wala ka nang kailangan pa sa taas. Nakuha mo na ang lahat ng kailangan mo sa tuktok ng bundok. Bababa ka na ulit para lumipat at sumakop ng panibagong mundo. And by that, we become an achiever, a conqueror. So, we never lose hope and we never lose strength. We just have to keep on moving forward. 
I love it. Hello, Edson. How is he, by the way? Edson I never knew he's so great. mature uh, to be telling you that. Yes, Edson is doing great. Um, he is working in, I forget the name of his company, but he's got a good position in his company. Siyang this certified disease folder, parang team leader yata ang kanyang work doon. Dinodouble check niya yung mga medical diagnosis for correctness of his diagnosis oh. and things like that. So, nandito pa lang siya sa Philippines and he's doing great. Actually, matagal lang kami ginagkita. Parang last nakita namin was before Christmas pa. And then we haven't seen each other again dahil itong COVID nga, dahil bawal lumabas. But we chat every now and then. Aww, that's so nice. I remember speaking of seeing each other, I think we had some time in 20, was it 2015? 2006. 2000, no. No nagkita-kita tayo sa SM. Were you there? Tapos Joy organized it. Joy can last nugget. Wala ako, hindi ah, ako nakarating. Oh. Oo. Oh. 2000 ano yata yun, Debbie? 2013. Debbie 2013. 2014. 2014. Ah, ayun, oh, oh, in because I was having my class ah. sa sa malayong lugar noon. Oo, kasi palagi ka naman talagang busy. Kung wala ka din sa Manila, nasa somewhere in the Philippines. Somewhere other than nasa Manila. <laughs> so, yung mga napagdaanan natin before, I'm, I'm sure lahat yun ginamit mo as your inspiration. And sabi mga moving forward, itong mga narating mo, you have conquered one mountain after the other. I like that term. Parang, ano talaga siya, perfect analogy siya. Despite nitong mga busy schedule activities mo, how do you still manage your personal time? Do you still have personal time? Actually, friend, no. Sabi ni Edsel then, at saka ni Karen, Karen Valenzuela, kasi uh-huh. they are my closest friends ngayon. Although Karen is no longer in the Philippines, Karen is a supervisor sa Saudi. Oh, wow. Kaya, Oo, nakikita kami ni Karen madalas kapag umuwi lang siya ng Pilipinas. Ah. No? And then, sabi nilang dalawa sa akin, the reason daw kung bakit ako madalas ma-burn out is dahil wala daw akong oras para sa sarili ko. Sabi ni Edsel, lalo na, sabi niya, Son, kailan ka ba huling nag-asyon ng ikaw lang na nagkaroon ka ng time for yourself? And you know, siguro Debbie, yun ang isa sa mga kailangan kong matutunan kasi I don't give myself time to relax. Kaya kung mapapansin mo sa Facebook, nakakapag-relax ako courtesy of my parents. Uh-huh. Kasi talagang sinasama nila ako sa iba't ibang bansa at sa pamamagitan na nakakapag-relax ako pero yung initiated by my own uh-huh. ako mismo hindi ito nagagawa kasi ang lagi ko lang ginagawa is manatili sa bahay at sa trabaho and then my cycle is very routine ganun na palagi. Kaya sa totoo lang maganda yung pinoy out mo na yun I think one pitfalls that I have is that I don't have much time to for myself. And I think that is very important. You need to uh, reflect. Mm-hmm. Kailangan, uh, ang tawag natin din is retreat. You need to step back from the world where you are in para makapag-isip-isip ka, makapag-energize ng soul and heart mo. And this is something that I like. And maybe after this coronavirus pandemic, maybe I will be doing that. Gusto kong gawin yun. Kasi wala pa pala akong ginawa sa buong 15 years natin, simula nang tayo ay naging nurse, wala pa akong ginawa na initiated ko on my own na walang kinalaman sa trabaho. Lahat ng aking palang ginawa ay may kinalaman sa work. Kaya, thank you for reminding me about that. I'll do it. Gagawin ko nga yan, friend. <laughs> Kasi naman, masyado kang workaholic. I never, I never really realized na yung simpleng pagtuturo mo sa amin dati hanggang sa ito na naging nanganak na nang nanganak sabi mo nga yung company mo parang sabi ko Emerson is his own boss he should be enjoying his own time tapos nagulat ako na you never take a break or yes do you feel like nakakagilty ba na na mag-break ka nagigilty ka or minsan Debbie hindi na ako sanay na Walang paso. So, kapag ka wala akong ginagawa sa bahay, may tendency na ako na parang uh, nagkakaroon ako ng anxiety. Oh. Kinakabahan ako. Okay. So, kaya kapag ka walang paso, nagkakaroon ako ng parang uh, something. May ganong feeling uh-huh. ako. That's why, kahit walang paso, I keep on working back ako. Pero narealize ko na, Diyos ko, kaya yata pumuti yung mga hairs ko dahil yata doon. <laughs> Kasi, basado akong nagdib... Na. 
Oo, masyado ako nag-devote ng effort. Alam mo ba, Debbie, uh-huh. nabigong kwento pa ako na 2017, if I'm not mistaken, Karen, Edsel, and I went to Karamoan yata yun. Somewhere in isang magandang beach na resort dito sa may Bicol region. Uh-huh. Tapos, pagpunta namin doon, nagtataka sila kasi overnight yun eh, two nights and three days. Uh-huh. Sabi ni na Karen, sabi ni Karen siya ni Edsel, anong ginagawa mo? Kasi nandun kami sa dagat, gumagawa ako ng dito. namin doon si Lourdes Manuzon, our, oh. our batchman and our good friend also. Nakita ko si Lourdes Manuzon doon tapos nilibre kami ni Lourdes ng dinner. Oo, oh, nasa US na rin siya. Nilibre niya kami oh. ng, ng dinner. Tapos, uh-huh. um, alam mo, natutuwa ako kay Lourdes kasi talaga in-approach niya kami. Ako <laughs> sa nangyari doon, nagulat na lang kami kasi may humawak sa braso ko. Uh-huh. Tapos, si Lourdes pala, sabi ni Lourdes, hindi daw siya maaaring magkamali. Narinig daw niya ang boses ko. <laughs> Sino ba pwedeng magkamali pag narinig yung boses mo? <laughs> Sabi ko. Tapos, and we were very happy na magkakasama kaming uh-huh. apat. Si Lourdes, si Edson, si Karen, ako. Tapos, during the night, nung wala nang gagawin, uh-huh. uh, tapos na yung mga activities, nagka-type na ako ng libro. Imagine, sa two days and three nights namin doon, nakatapos ako ng isang buong libro. Wow. <laughs> kaya, kaya kasama yun. Ito yung mga na-realize ko na siguro maging ito. Kung hindi pa ako unang-unang, kung hindi pa ako inaya ni Karen at ni Edson na mag-relax sa dagat, kumaiisipan yun, and kahit na sumama ako sa kanila, ganun pa rin, dip-dip ko pa rin yung trabaho ko sa dagat. So, shifting to other aspect naman, yung personal time mo, ngayon let's go to family time. Where do you place yung family amidst all these busy activities na meron sa life mo? Nasaan well, sila sa life mo ngayon? Of course, my family is my backbone. Mm-hmm. And they are my backbone and they are always with me in everything. Kasi I did not live apart from my family. Mm-hmm. Kasi para sa akin, uh, I think they are one of my strongest source of power. Sa kanila, kumukuha ng kapangyarihan at lakas, uh, of course, they are God's means of places into my life. Kaya, hindi ako umalis ng bahay and I'm living with my parents. So, nandito kami sa, lagi din kasama yung, we are together. Kaya, lagi ko silang kasama kasi even if I'm working back at home, uh, lagi ko silang nakikita and we always interact with each other and we are very close. Kaya halos lahat din ng extracurricular activities ko, kasama ko ang family ko. They are with me always. Kung mabibigyan ng pagkakataon sa regular working year, lahat ng holidays, ang kasama ko ay parents ko and mga kapatid. Ganun. so nice. Naalala ko dati nung college, sabi ko, sa isip ko, kasi ako, di ba, if ma-remember mo, mag-isa lang ako sa dormitoryo. Tapos madalas kami, oh, pagka oh. nag-aaya ka punta sa bahay niyo, sasama ko. Kasi makikikain ako sa inyo. Tapos magpapaampun na lang ako sa inyo. Kasi masarap mag-prep ng food dun sa inyo eh. Kamusta, Thank you, Debs. Kamusta si Lizzie? Lizzie? Lizette, diba? Eh, Lizzie? Si Lizette. Si yeah. Uh, Oo, oh, oh, si Bunzon. Lizette is already a manager sa Jollibee. Tapos uh-huh. hopefully graduating na siya ng kanyang Master in Business Administration sa USD. And kuya naman already have three kids. Uh, lahat lalaki. Oh, wow. Tapos, ang napag-asawa niya, ang sister-in-law ko, si LJ, is also a nurse. And, ayun, um, we are very happy naman. And, my parents, my parents uh-huh. are, thanks to God, they are very healthy mm-hmm. and doing well sa kanilang mga business. Yeah. Si daddy nung nakauwi na from, I think, before oh, oh. nasa Middle East siya nung college ka eh. Correct, correct. Bali uh-huh. si mami, si daddy, tsaka si kuya, and si Lizette, ako lang nga naiwan noon, di ba, sa, sa Manila. Lahat uh-huh. sila nag-migrate sa Dubai. Uh-huh. Tapos nung way back 2008, pinauwi ko na sila dito. And then I told them that we will start our own business. Kaya we started the, the taxi. Tapos yung taxi, niran ng mom and dad ko yun. So basically, it's their business. Tapos uh-huh. sa akin naman, ang, ang nas education yung line ko. So, so far, yun yung kanilang pinagkaabalahan. Uh-huh. And naging ano nila yun, naging panibagong anak nila yung negosyo nila and and that business uh, is something that gave them new strength to uh-huh. kasi parang ano pa rin sila parang batang-bata pa rin sila ngayon eh kahit pag gumigising sila ng madaling araw na nakita kong beneficial pala kaya sa akin no sa aking mga kapatid na nurses uh-huh. it's a very good thing if we can give our parents their own business 
no, their own livelihood. Kasi talagang lalo silang gaganahan na kumilos. Nagkakaroon sila ng sense of purpose. Ganon. Magandang idea for mm-hmm. um, mga fellow nurses natin. And so, another thing is yung my business ka na binigay sa parents mo and you're running your own business. So, focus That's tayo right. sa sarili mong business. Aside from this pandemic era, what other mm-hmm. challenges yung na-face mo sa pag-run ng original na business mo bago nanganak? Like, even if you can just give one or two, tapos yung mga life lesson mo doon, maybe you could share us. Actually, uh, Debbie, yung the three lines of business that I have right now is yung Redis Center, the professional training uh, and development, hmm. and then yung book writing. Ito yung tatlong area na tatlong anak ko kung, kung maituturing. Uh-huh. Nung nagkaroon ng COVID, uh, uh-huh. hindi namin anticipated ito. Uh, kasi mag, although, although lahat education, magkakaiba ng line ng market yung, uh-huh. yung business ko na ito. Nung nagkaroon ng COVID, I wasn't expecting that it will be this severe. It uh-huh. was so severe. Kasi nagsara lahat ang negosyo sa Pilipinas, sinara because of the lockdown, the quarantine. Yes. The lockdown took longer than expected because it had an extension. And then, ang nangyari is, all the plans that we made, all the schedules that were laid out and confirmed, na-cancel siya uh-huh. And it was very difficult for us because we don't know how to move on with it. Kaya lang, we have to continue living. Mm-hmm. No? At isang bagay lang naman na pinagpapasalamat ko doon is, you know, ako ay dumating sa punto na nasa point of no return na kami. We don't know what to do anymore. If you're here in the Philippines, uh, you will know what I'm trying to say. I, I hope it's okay if I mention this kasi as a kapupulutan din ito ng aral ng ating mga manonood. Mm-hmm. You know, Debs, um, dito sa building na inuupahan ko ngayon, marami na yung nag-end ng kanilang ventures, ng business ventures. Ito yung sinasabi ko na point of no return. Kasi you don't know what to do anymore. Eh. I mean, more than three months, going into five months, and then there is still no assurance of what will happen tomorrow. You know, in my helplessness, I seek God. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't my education that gave me the answer mm-hmm. to my dilemma. Nagdasan na ko, sabi ko, Lord, ano na po ang gagawin? Kasi I don't know anymore. Ano nang gagawin ko? Dahil hindi na pwedeng magpa-review, hindi na rin magpa-training. Bawal na ang face-to-face. Mm-hmm. I get the idea that I need to develop the books more. Uh-huh. That's why, during the lockdown, na mahigit uh-huh. tatlong buwan, uh-huh. nagsulat ako na nagsulat ng libro, uh-huh. nakatapos ako, I think, apat o limang libro, na-enhance ko siya. And so, I was very happy because, you know, in one book, na-revise ko yung research book. Mm-hmm. Yung research book, when I started, was 180 pages. Uh-huh. And then after ko siyang i-revise, yung, yung research book is now 760 pages. Wow! So imagine... expound mo! And, yes, nang malala. It was like, para na-expound ko siya ng almost four times. Yes! ba? Yes! And I could not believe that was possible, uh-huh. but all thanks to God, because I was running out of ideas already. Then, I contacted some friends and then they said that they are very interested to see the book kasi kailangan din talaga ngayon. Yun yung sinasabi ko na, na hindi ko napagtanuhan at ipinagpapasalamat kung gabay ng Diyos kasi books module ang bagong direction na yun ng education dito sa Philippines. Kaya nagpapasalamat ako na yun yung naging direction ko during uh-huh. the COVID. So, I guess, ang maibabahagi ko na words of wisdom is in, in moments that everything else Mm-hmm. All options has run out. When all options has run out and your hands doesn't hold any resources anymore, not complain, do not despair. And you know, do not be depressed. Rather, mm-hmm. keep your palms together and you ask God for prayer because He will make a way. And I think I will not sound like, like a philosopher in here na magsasuggest ako ng mga practical things. No, I'm telling you that kung paano ko nakita yung gagawin ko. Ay, dasal ako. Yung talaga ang aking ginawa. And, and I hope that all our uh, friends who are, I'm sure, are undergoing the sympathy comment also because of the COVID-19, may you find God's grace in whatever you do. Oh, I love that. Prayers really answer. Indeed, I agree. Alam mo, pag pinag-uusapan talaga yung in terms sa mga prayers, mga motivations, nag space out ako kasi I can just mm-hmm. imagine kung gano'ng kalawak yung nararating ng isang prayer sa buhay mm-hmm. ng isang tao. Because that's also what I do. I pray for things that are unclear to me, the things that scares me, or yung 
Kaya yung mga bagay na may uncertainty. Mm-hmm. Um, lagi kong pinagpipray lang talaga, pinagme-meditate. And sometimes I get the answers right away. Mm-hmm. Or minsan parang ang hirap, ang vague niya. Parang minsan ang tahitahimik ng, ng ni Lord. Parang hindi kanya nire-respond. I'm sure na-experience mo din yan in your yes. moment of solitude na sabi mo nga, you just put your hands together, don't complain, just remain at peace kahit na parang takot ka, na in doubt ka. I'm sure naranasan mo yan. And ang hirap kaya ng ganun na moment sa life mo, yung parang masyado kang naiiwan sa ere na walang kasagutan, para hindi mo alam kung alin dun sa mga virtues ang tinitest ni Lord sa'yo kung yung pagiging silent, pagiging patient, at saka yung bang faith mo to just right. live everything in Him. Surrender mo na lang. Kaya talagang nakikita ko yung likha ni Lord para sa'yo. Kumbaga. Thank you, And Daddy. I really like that. So going back dito sa books mo, Can you tell us more about maybe what you're working right now? Kit, I know probably yung publishing company mo doesn't really want you to discuss it. Pero yung previous mo na lang, kung if you can't discuss yung what you're currently working on. Actually, Dads, right now, yung natapos ko na, nakapagsulat na ako ng walong libro in professional education. That is the wow. foundation of education, curriculum development, growth and development, strategies of teaching, tapos educational technology, assessment one, assessment two, and then nagsulat din ako ng developmental readings. Ito yung mga naisulat ko sa education. Then, nakagawa rin ako ng libro in research. Sa research naman, mm-hmm. I was able to write a textbook. Yung mga kabuuan niya mm-hmm. ng uh, research writing, uh, ito yung Kuali with Dr. Cleopas, yung Kuali. And then, naman ginawa ko on my own is quantitative research, um, a mixed method, multi-method, meta-analysis, uh, clinical case study, and then feasibility, COPAR, and then gawa rin ako ng evidence-based practice, lahat ito. Inaayos ko talahat ito. Tapos, may version ito para sa teachers, criminology, uh, nursing, education, psychology, social worker. And then, so doon pa lang sa research line na yon, nakagawa ako ng walong version. Tapos, ang tanong nila, what makes one version different? Of course, procedural method, research is the same for all profession. But what makes it different is bawat profession, yung theoretical framework niya, in-incorporate ko yung theories of the profession nila. Nilagay ko doon. Kaya bawat isang libro, may kanya-kanyang mga uh, theories. And then in nursing, yun yung pinakamalaking project ko ngayon. Tapos na akong magsulat ng neuropsychiatric nursing. It's a 500... Oo nga, alam mo, Debs, it's one of my biggest dream. Mm-hmm. Natapos ko na siya. It's neuropsychiatric nursing. I think one of these days, baka ipakita ko yung sample niya. Kasi nilagyan ko siya ng pathophysiology for all the diseases. Yung pathophysiology ng yung maraming arrow na lalabas lahat ng sakit. Yes, we Bawa- used to do that sa college. Di yeah, lahat ng... Sa yes! I, I did that. Lahat ng sakit, nilagyan ko ng ganon. And then, it's in the neuropsychiatric nursing is a, a complete compendium of psychiatry, neurology, neuroanatomy and physiology, neuropharmacology, psychopharmacology, psychotherapeutics, and then the neurolog- neurological disorders, including assessment, lahat. Nasa isang uh, module na siya. Para ang idea ko doon, tapos pinatern ko siya into Philippine settings. So, kung paano lumalabas yung mga nangyayari sa ospital, ganun po sinunod yung libro na ginawa ko so that it will be able to answer the gap in practice. Ako kasi personally, ang na-encounter ko is yung uh, madalas na nababasa ko sa books, hindi siya nagmamatch na nakikita ko sa Philippine setting. Kasi yung books is from abroad mm-hmm. and the yes. setting in the Philippines is very different. Yes. Diba? Yes. And so, yun yung nakita ko na gap. Kaya ang ginawa ko, 
inadapt ko yung standard ng international, minodify ko siya to meet the realistic setting in the Philippines. That's what I did. Ganon. That's so wonderful. At the, ngayon, it's high time na talagang mabuti na lang na nandyan ka, I would say. It's a blessing for the Philippine nursing education na na-bless ka ng ganyan na mga ideas kasi at least ngayon, hindi na mahirap ang pag-develop ng mga curriculums. I'm rooting for that book. Ako, to be honest, gusto ko ang uh, neuropsychiatric nursing pero pag in terms sa pagdudutihin ako sa neuropsych ward daw, dati talaga, I dread it kasi I worked um, in our neuropsych unit for two years when I first came in here. Just ko na-drain talaga ako. Parang nahulas yung katawan ko kasi ang layo ng experience ko back in the Philippines sa actual na naranasan ko dito. Sabi ko, probably it, yung skills is not for me. I'm so thankful on behalf of all the nurses na nandiyan sa Philippines. I'm sure you find this book. Um, we'll wait for it and may expected date ka na ba for it to be released? Meron na. Actually, friend, I'm crossing my fingers, Debbie. Uh-huh. Yes. It's my birthday this Sunday, di ba? Yes. We are planning na mag-book launch na ng neuropsychiatric nursing uh-huh. this Sunday. Wow! It's a big I'm really excited. Pero I'd like to mention something muna. Mm-hmm. Uh, gusto ko lang tong i-emphasize sa iyo, Debbie, na, you know, I have so much respect for you and for all other nurses na kaya nilang mag-duty sa ospital. Kasi ako, Debbie, I'm meaning ko, I cannot do what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And, and alam mo, sabi mo nga kanina, sa, sa tingin mo ba, Son, may special gift ka for that, sa for teaching. I believe that this is the gift and the calling that God wants for me. Mm-hmm. And in as much as this is my calling, naiintindihan ko na ito rin naman ay yan rin naman ay calling niyo yung yung inyong dedication, passion into bedside nursing because alam mo daddy, nagduty rin ako ng bedside and mabilis akong na-drain. Na-drain talaga ako, napagod ako and then hindi buo ang kaligayahan ko. That's why I have so much respect for you and for all nurses na nag-dedicate ang buhay nila sa bedside sapagkat alam ko napakahirap ng trabaho na yan. Dahil kahit ako mismo ay hindi ko makita ang sarili ko na masaya sa bedside. Although I am very happy with education, that's why siguro ito talaga yung calling ko. Talagang kanya-kanya lang tayo uh-huh. ng calling. That's why I would like to commend you for your hard work. Especially last time, I think nakita ko may award ka sa... <laughs> Diba? Uh, something like employee of the the year ba? Can you no, tell me something about that? No, it was uh, it was just one of those um, like Daisy award. I think I I'm not sure if it was uh, handed out to one of our patients. Mayroon silang parang mga customer feedback. Tapos mm-hmm. a Daisy award is given to nurses na nako-comment ng patients for something that they do for the patient. Mm-hmm. Kaya yun, natuwa naman ako. Eh, siguro, talagang nagustuhan ng pasyente yung activities na, patient care activities na ginawa namin. Because I work full-time nights. So, not all patients will be happy kapag ka nagigising sila or nadidisrupt yung tulog nila. Kasi not everyone will understand that there's really no sleep in the hospital. <laughs> Na, alam mo kaya, Debbie, congratulations for your DC Award. And gusto ko rin i-congratulate lahat ng classmate natin Yay! na nakita ko na nakatanggap ng Commendation Award. And napakadami na, I may not be able to recall them all, pero amongst the people that I could remember na nakatanggap ng Commendation ng uh, Award is si Manilin Gores, mm-hmm. uh, si Manch Pamularco, Um, and they are amongst the, the people na nakita ko sa Facebook. And I think, uh, sino pa ba? Marami pa eh. And even Edsel Cortez recurrently received multiple awards for his work. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, talagang nagpapatunay lamang ito na um, kung saan tayo itinanim ng Diyos, it doesn't matter kung saan tayo nakatanim. Ang mahalaga ay namumulaklak tayo at namumunga tayo. Yes, that's so true. We're nearing to the end of our interview and mm-hmm. I'm just uh, parang ayoko pa siyang i-end kasi parang ay, nakakamiss, nakakamiss, nakakamiss kang kausap. Pero I'm pretty Salamat, sure... Salamat, Debbie. 
na I'm enjoying uh-huh. also. Ah, oh, salamat. Sana next time you'll still indulge me kapag ka na in- invite kita ulit kasi gusto Anytime. ko pang part 2, part 3 yung pag-interview natin. So, Kahit part 10, my dear, walang problema. <laughs> Always oh, here for you. Salamat ng marami. So, uh, probably I just have uh, three more questions or kung manganak pa. <laughs> At the end of the day, pag uwi mo sa bahay mo, what do you say to yourself? Uh, usually, kapag dating sa bahay, I remind myself to rest. After a hard day's work, I really remind myself to relax. And then, ito yung pinaka-highlight ng, ng tinuro ko sa sarili ko nito mga nakaraang uh, mga araw kasi medyo borderline na yung blood sugar ko. And then, um, normal naman ang aking cholesterol, normal ang aking heart, kidneys, and everything. Kaya lang dahil may diabetes yung father ko, nagpa-annual check-up na din ako. And then nakita namin na may blood sugar, my passing blood sugar is uh, 6.3. So pre-diabetes, I think pre-diabetes na yata ako. So um, ang, ang isa sa mga suggestions sa akin aside from diet modification and exercise is I must learn to relax. Kaya ito yung lagi ko nare-remend sa sarili ko na pag-uwi sa bahay. Oh, mag-relax ka muna. So that is what I also would like to share to everyone. Take your time and take the most of it na nagre-relax. Isn't it ironic, no? Tayo na nurses, tayo nag educate sa mga pasyente natin. Oh, mag-relax lang. Bawal ma-high blood. Ito yung mga gagawin para maiwasan ng high blood. Ito yung mga gagawin para ma-improve yung blood sugar. <laughs> Tapos, hindi natin gagawa. <laughs> Diba? Sabi nga nila, mga nurses talaga isa sa pinakamatigas ang ulo. <laughs> Oo, totoo yan. <laughs> Kaya ga. So, ito naman, I think marami uh, sa mga listeners and viewers natin ang gustong malaman kung, kasi ako katulad ko, nasa bedside nursing ako, but I am also dreaming that one day to own a business, to own and run my own business, and hindi na ako magwo-work sa uh, hospital. Yes, that's right. Ano ba yung pwede mong maituro sa akin na mga guiding points na pwede kong gamitin so that I can start my own business? Okay, fine. Important okay. reminders. Mm-hmm. Number one, keep your work. When you start your business, keep your work. And even if you already have your business, you must always have alternative sources of income. Hindi pwedeng isa lang. Kailangan may alternative. So therefore, I know that your ultimate goal in life is to retire. And when you retire, you already have a business of your own. Ngayon, hanggat hindi ka pa pumapasok sa edad ng retirement, huwag mo tingnan ang negosyo bilang escape path to resign from work. Uh, number one, keep your work. Number two, Engage in a business that you are happy to devote your time. Mm-hmm. Magdinegosyo ka ng isang bagay na talagang makakasiguro ka na masaya ka, hindi mo kailangan pilitin ang sarili mo na gawin ito. Mm-hmm. Number three, you have to think of a business that is dear to your heart and it is not necessary to be grand. Hindi kinakailangan na ito ay bongga at ito ay masyadong magpa-profit. Kailangan ang pipiliin mong negosyo ay isang bagay na masaya kang gawin. So you have to remember, for the third point, as much as possible, keep it simple. Start small. Lahat ng negosyo ay nagsisimula ng maliit at ito ay unti-unting lalaki. And that is always correct. The smaller the business, the smaller the capital, the smaller the risk. So sir, the smaller the profit as well. Yes, on the first years, it will be small. But remember, all businesses will grow. Start small and it will grow. Number four. Be patient. Remember, hindi ka magkakaroon ng return investment sa loob ng limang taon. Maswerte ka na kung makakuha ka ng return of investment sa loob ng tatlong taon. Meaning to say, na kapag ikaw ay nagnegosyo, huwag kang umasa na after 30 days, bibigyan ka niya na kaagad ng pera. Ang pagnenegosyo ay halos tatlo hanggang limang taon na puro palabas ang pera bago ito magbigay ng pera pabalik sa iyo. That's why start small, nang sa ganun, small lang din ang ilalabas mo. Hanggang habang lumalaki ito, palaki rin ang palaki yung return sa iyo, kaya mo nang isolder ngayon yung mga lumalaking expenses. Mm. And then, pang lima, remember, this is one of the basic things na nakakalimutan ng marami. Mm. Never start a business without feasibility study. 
you must conduct a feasibility study. Magsagawa ka ng feasibility para mapag-aralan mo lahat ng aspeto ng market, supply and demand, yung location, yung capitalization, yung manpower needed, everything else that is necessary for the businesses to be here. Actually, I put this in my book. Gumawa ako ng libro, ng research, ng feasibility study. And then kasi, ba't ko nilagay ito? Kasi, entrepreneurial nursing is one of the main thrusts of the government here in the Philippines in order to empower the many jobless nurses. And so, feasibility study is the foundation of all entrepreneurial ability. The problem is, marami ang hindi nakakaunawa ng laman ng feasibility study because to be able to perform feasibility study, you must have a good background in economics as well as good background in management. Kaya gumawa ako ng libro on how to write feasibility study and I incorporated the basics of economics and the basics of management in that book. So yun yung aking limang reminders para sa inyo na gustong magnegosyo. And finally, this is not included in the five, but this is the core of everything. Seek God and tell Him what you must do. And He will tell you where to go and what you need. And you will never go. Thank you, dear. Alam mo, habang sinasabi mo yun, meron kang picture ni Jesus doon sa likod. Ay, oo, sa likod ko. Shining light talaga siya sa'yo. Kaya talagang naano siya, tamang-tama. Tamang-tama sa, sa teaching mo. <laughs> diba? So, mm-hmm. ngayon, itong five points na sinabi mo. So, I wrote yung mga sinabi mo, no? For just for mm-hmm. our listeners. So, Emerson is saying na importante para sa atin ng mga nangangarap magkaroon ng sariling negosyo is keep our own current work. I also learned. Yes. I also learned this son. Oh, tamaka. Uh, on other entrepreneurs na mga napanood ko, mga namit ko. Yung mga business ideas, yung mga business na nasimula na nila. Hindi sila nagquit sa original job nila, kasi they know na itong kinecreate nila is just like para kang nag-aalaga ng isang sanggol. Na napakaraming uncertainties, napakaraming mga expenses, palabas ang pera. And mm-hmm. yung current na work mo will help um, to sustain para kumbaga eh, maging malusog at masustansya yung mga mm-hmm. food, sabi nga so to speak, for your baby. So, uh, yun na lang ang analogy na nakikita ko. And then, number two, sabi mo, is devote your time sa work na ito na at the same time, happy ka. Correct. Very mm-hmm. important kasi sa panahon ngayon, you may have this job na hindi ka happy, pero you need to be in that job because that job feeds your family, that job pays your bills. So, may marami sa mga um, kasama natin ang malungkot, nadidepress, um, may mga pinagdadaanan, and they feel trapped sa current situation nila. Kaya... Ako naman talagang ini-encourage ko and I motivate everyone to not lose hope. Kung wherever you are right now, there is always light at the end of the tunnel. Never, That's right. Oo, yung bang never lose a vision na hindi porket nandyan ka sa situation na yan, forever ka nang nandyan. As long as you want to change and improve yourself, there is always a means for you to be able to get out. So, correct, correct. the same thing, kapag ka nag, nag-create ka or nag-isip ka ng business, ito namang uh, pang number three mo, um, I think talagang they go together nung number two mo. Start small, start simple. Correct, start para small. yung kita mo dito sa current na job mo, hindi naman all out na napupunta. Na wala Paubos, na, correct. Yes, na wala na rin natira for yourself and for your family. Meron akong mga nakilala na nag-create ng business. They put everything. And yes. Hanggang sa ma- malubog na lang sa utang. It failed, yes, that's right. Guys, hindi na nag-proceed ang business. And it's hard kasi nakikita mo naman na nandun yung passion nila, nandun yung heart and soul nila. Pero dahil nga, probably they start on the wrong foot. Ika nga. That's right. Diba? Mm-hmm. 
So, ayun kasi yung minsan yung thinking natin ay kailangan bongga para yung approach ng mga tao or yung approach natin talagang maganda. So, hindi pala ganun. And talaga ngayon na-prove mo yung point na yun, Son. And another thing is, tama yung be patient. Kasi... Lahat naman ng bagay, it takes time to grow. Eh kung yung seed nga, di ba, itanim mo sa ilalim mm. ng lupa, parang That's right. sa sobrang bigat ng lupa, para sa small seed na yan, nakakaya niyang i-penetrate. But it takes time na to grow a business. So, patience is really a good virtue na dapat meron ang bawat isa sa atin. And itong panghuli mo, ito talaga, aaminin ko, it's... It's something na new sa akin kasi I'm not on really on the business side. Um, pero conducting a feasibility study, hindi, I mean, ko, I don't know anything about it. And I will look forward sa book mo about it. And, Thank or, you. Hindi, actually, nandiyan na siya, di ba? Nakagawa ka na. Sa yes, meron na. Yeah. So, I look for it. Meron na ba niyan sa online? Actually, um, well, meron ang, I mean, wala kaming online version kasi alam mo, high risk ang piracy sa Philippines. But uh, uh, you can you can, you can can order uh, if ever in the future and then pwede ko ipadala sa inyo via uh, DHL siguro or, or something. And thank uh-huh. you for, for, for planning to support me, Debbie. Yes, I'm really of happy. course. Siyempre, sino pa ba? Tayo, Tyler, magtutulungan. Diba? Help each other. Sabi nga ni, ano, kahapon I had an interview with the dear friend of my childhood friend of mine naman. Tapos ang sabi niya, alam mo, San, San is my nickname. The one thing that every entrepreneur or every businessman should think about is civic responsibility. Or parang societal responsibility to the society as a whole. It's not just about yourself gaining money, but also helping other businesses to grow. Sabi niya, That's right. Yung mga malalaking corporations, malalaking industries, they are already established. Pero itong mga Correct. small businesses, sabi niya, in whatever way I can, I always make sure to help them. So sabi Agree. niya, Ako sabi niya, meron daw mga lumalapit sa kanya. I'm sure meron din siguro mga lumalapit sa'yo para magpatulong, yes. like in distributing mm-hmm. stuff or promoting mm-hmm. sa kapag ka nagtuturo ka, promote mo yung products nila. So, and ako naman, I feel in my own way, this is how I feel like helping you, helping my friend, and other potential guests um, that I might be able to interview is yung ma-promote yung mga businesses nyo, yung mga services, products na that comes with your service. And yun talaga, yun ang advocacy ko sa life ko. So, congratulations to you. <laughs> Salamat. Kaya now that we are really at the end of our uh, interview, yun na lang yung give me a number from 1 to 5 and meron ako parang magic fishbowl dito. Okay. Uh, and bubunot tayo um, kung ano yung number na gusto mo. Okay, I'll choose number five. Number five. O sige, hanapin natin yung number five. So yung number five natin is from George Eliot. Sabi niya, mm-hmm. it is never too late to be what you might have been. Mm-hmm. So, Thank you. Ano bang ano mo thought mo doon? Well, for me, it's never too late uh, to be what you might have been. Uh, meaning that it's never too late for you to uh, run after your potentials and your dreams. And I think that this is something that uh, you should always be reminded, not to be discouraged, mm-hmm. to do the things that you wanted to do when you were young. Mm-hmm. Many of us have been um, changed in our track. Because we need to do something that will give us immediate sustenance for mm-hmm. our economic needs. Mm-hmm. And many of us may have neglected or give up our dreams in order to be able to help our family. So we may lose many years in the past, but it's never too late to go back on what we really wanted to do, do it right today, work our best for it, and then probably ensure with full certainty to achieve. Always remember 
that it's never too late for a person to fulfill what they have to do in life. Keep in mind the delays that many people had encountered and yet in the end, they still succeeded anyway. Like for example, J.K. Rowling. Mm-hmm. Diba? Si J.K. Rowling, nagkaroon siya ng rejection. I think he was, she, she was rejected six times. But then, it was not too late for her. Tinuloy niya pa rin yung kanyang Harry Potter series. And eventually, siya ay naging isa sa pinakamayamang author sa buong mundo. Yes. So, you look at the founder of KFC. Ang founder ng KFC ay nagsimula siya ng kanyang chicken recipe nung siya ay matanda na. Yeah, But I think then, 70 years old ata siya. That's right. Uh, he was already an uh, senior years niya na. But even then, mm-hmm. it wasn't too late for him. Mm-hmm. Ginawa niya pa rin yung kanyang gusto gawin. Yeah. And now KFC is one of the biggest uh, uh, fast food chain in the world. Yeah. So these are manifestations of the things that you must do. Mm-hmm. It's never too late. Don't, mm-hmm. don't dwell on the lost years. Yeah. Focus on the years ahead and what you have today. Because for as long as you are alive, opportunities may have come. And gone. But you know, another set of opportunities will go your way. And when it does, grab the opportunity. Start what you must. Don't focus on the past. Live by the present. And keep looking forward. Keep on moving. Kaya nga, ito yung lagi kong sinasabi sa lahat ng tao. No matter what you may be in the past, no matter what you have lost or failed in life, just keep on moving forward. Laging sinasabi ni Johnny Walker, keep walking. Sabi ni Dory ng Finding Nemo, keep swimming. And then, ang sabi ng mga lemur sa Madagascar, I like to move it, move it. We have to move it. What does this imply? Leave the past, move forward, this opportunity that you wanted, it's never too late for you to start again and achieve it successfully this time. Thank you very much, Debbie, and to all of you. God bless you all. Yes. All right. Thank you so much, Son, and hope to see you soon. And Same here. Natin ulit ang ano na to, ha? I hope you'll still really good. Yes, yes. I support you on that. <laughs> Sabihan mo lang ko, Debbie. Oh, yes, God bless son. you. Bye, God Debbie. Bless. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. Thank you for spending time with Inspiring Pinoy's and your host, Debbie Isin. If you love her and her topics, please click subscribe and download her shows. Thank you, and God loves you, Momskis!